Okay, folks, so I knew I had to make this episode and I have been trying to avoid it as much as possible, but I thought it was my responsibility to do this. That's right. We're going to be talking about the Yahoo Boys and the trendsetters of the 21st century Nigeria. So this is in no way a deep expose on these things. I know that in the nearest future, it's going to come out a time when we're going to have ex-Yahoo boys um, coming out with the stories and giving people advice on what to do. But that's not what this is. And disclaimer, disclaimer, this is not an indicator of the full Nigerian community and the Nigerian youth. Please take my words very seriously. The fact that I am telling you about this does not mean that every Nigerian that you hear from is a fraudster, a scammer, or a thief. It just makes you realize what's happening in the world and you need to be more cognizant and aware of these things. But please do not stereotype and because people like me who are trying to make a life from content creation are going to be hurt badly in the mix of all that is happening in the world. Disclaimer said, let's get into it. So, you might have heard this term Yahoo Boys or scammers or fraudsters before and people just attribute it to be like a Nigerian prince somewhere who is asking you to send money. And honestly, bro, the, the, the process has become quite elaborate and I am actually sort of kind of a bit almost tinky really bit impressed by how much they have come now not impressed by their thievery but impressed by the amount of thought they put into it and the fact that they put so much thought into it i'm like bro these guys could be masterminds why are they just doing all this because it's easy money i know but it's like they could do a lot more with their talents than just construct elaborate plans to steal from people like come on guys okay anyway so Yahoo Boys, if you don't know what they are, Yahoo Boys are the next are they're young young men and maybe young women too who dedicate their time and lives to the art of learning how to scam people. And they make their money from tricking you to paying money, taking money from bank accounts, other kind of elaborate schemes that they come up with, which I can't go into depth in now because there are so many and so many, so varied types. And they know how to get into accounts and basically the out the payoff is to make as much money as quickly as possible, or they will have some other sequences. And the funny thing about it is that anywhere we go in, let's say we're talking about Delta State now, like when I got back home, people were like, yeah, that's a Yahoo boy driving that car. I was like, how did you guys know? Like, is there a stamp on their foreheads that says Yahoo boy on the car? I'm like, whoa, tell me what's happening here. And over time, I began to understand the patterns because people like legit, if you have someone on the you know, on the street and they ask and you ask them, where's show me a Yahoo boy passing by, in like 10, 15 minutes of talking with them, they could actually just spot them and like, yeah, that's a Yahoo boy passing by. And I'm like, how do you guys know? What's what's the commonality here? So let me break it down. They drive flashy, expensive cars, drive really fast. Um, I mean, that could be anyone at this point, right? But there's a certain demeanor that people pick up, which could actually not be, it could be false classifying, but in these cases, it's actually more true than false because the police, they know how to do this. They mount roadblocks in certain areas where the Yahoo boys are known to operate mainly. And then they mount their headquarters there so that the police are on the roads for checkpoints. And when they catch these guys, the Yahoo boys, they get paid off with bribes and they let them go. So that's how they make their some of their side cash. 
Now, um, if law enforcement agencies, I am not after you guys today. I don't think I'll be after you guys for a while, but I might come after you guys once or twice. But right now, this is not about you. This is about the Hellboys, what they are doing. And what I see is that there's a pattern. Those who are engaged in this act, they dress a certain way, wear flashy clothes, have braids on their hair sometimes. I mean, I could have braids on my hair, but um, circumstances right now, I, I'm not going to do it. But later on, I'm going to actually do it because, hey, it's one life you got to live. But there are certain ways in which they dress and which they pre- 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 present themselves. And there are certain groups of people that they walk with and you will know by their appearances. And me too, I began to figure out who and who was a Yahoo boy just by seeing them. Now, the problem here is that they make a lot of money so quickly, so money becomes of little value to them. And people will tell me, like, places like in, um, where, where was I talking about? Is it, is it some other parts of Delta State? Oh, I can't remember exactly. I was being told this information by some of the workers who worked in the, those those cities. Agbo, I think it's Agbo. Um, they're telling me that things are very expensive now. And this can apply in different states in Nigeria, all over. Because these these young guys who do this thieving, they go to like the market, like how much does this trouser cost? They'll say, it's 2,000 naira. They won't even price. Give me 10. That kind of thing. So what they're doing is costing an artificial inflation. So the next time someone who is honestly working on his, his eight-hour job, 12-hour job, comes and buys that same trouser, the price has already gone up. So they can't afford that trouser that used to cost 700 naira. So there's an artificial inflation going up all over. I, ch- I saw them in Asaba too. It's all over the place. And it's like, bro, you guys are changing the country without actually changing the country. And the there is a there's a big divide here because you can easily mistake a Yahoo boy for someone who is doing in, in other internet ventures like content creation or let's say they're doing the Forex market. And I really don't know the differentiations. Don't ask me to differentiate between a fraudster and a Forex trader because I really don't know. I really don't know how to do it. But what I do know is that the trend of fraudsters is great. And I want you to be aware of this because I don't want anyone in my audience poll to ever get to the point where they were scammed. I mean, it might happen. I pray it doesn't. But I just want you to have an idea. So be very cognizant when people tell you. Like, at a point, they tried to scam me when I was younger. And I was I was going to almost sell for it. They told me that a woman, an older woman in America, she was dying and she wanted to give her fortune to somebody who will be God's representative, who will be like, I, I trust you that you can deliver my money to the, the poor, those who need it. Now, see me, I wasn't interested in taking her money. I was, my, my goal was like, okay, if, if this is really good, I'm going to take all this money and use it to put it to all the work that they wanted it to go to, like this agency, this agency, this agency, this agency. And that was my idea until I realized that, bro, this was a scam. And they wanted me to send some money to them. Someone helped me realize that. I was like, wow, how did I fall for this? <laughs> wow. So they come in different shapes and form. They, they play on your greed sometimes. Sometimes they play on your empathy. But every time they play on your sense of urgency. They say, you have to do this now. It's urgent. Like now, 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 now. Once you get into a trap where you have to do something now and you're not completely sure, take a step back and rethink it. There's some really clever scammers out there. They have um, a center. It's called a HK. HK is like their headquarters, like the scamming university. I don't know where they are, but they're in different cities, different parts of the world. But I want you to be cognizant of these guys. And I also want you to realize that underline the statements, bold, in capital letters, quotation marks, not every Nigerian youth is a scammer. Okay? Not every Nigerian youth is a scammer. Get that into, the, into your mind. Get into your thick skull and stop stereotyping people. I want you to know about this. I don't want you to stereotype anyone. I want you to go into it with a clean slate don't think everyone is is bad don't try and do this because it gets really frustrating like 
I had a a bank <laughs> a bank representative in America hang the phone up on me because I was trying to change some information on my account. Do you know how much trauma that caused me? I was so traumatized. I'm like, wow, they expect me to be trying to steal money from someone else's account. I was I was heartbroken. Like I was completely heartbroken. I mean, we do this to ourselves, don't you, as a country? Like we steal and then we associate it as thieves, every single one of us. And it's like, bro, I'm done. I mean, I could make like 10 episodes about this, but today I just can't handle any more right now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this one. You might have some more information about this than I do. Let me know in the comments. Reach out to me on Instagram at I-T-S-T-O-B-A. Check out the rest of the podcast. Check out Musical Kinetics and have a wonderful day. I had to do this one. I knew I had to. Stay blessed.